Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Out of Decluttering podcast. We are your hosts, Kirsty Foreja and Amy Ravel. Hi, Kirst. Hi, Amy. How are you? So we were just having a laugh before we pressed record about Australian bird animals. Bird animals? Australian birds. Australian (laughs) birds. And do you know what? I've been getting up really early and going for a walk with my beautiful friend, Belinda. Because you're Um, the early bird that gets the worm. (laughs) Oh, you're so funny. Um, And I've been hearing lots and lots of beautiful birds singing and seeing lots of them too. Mm. And so I just thought I'd put that in there because we were pretending to be a cockatoo. I was pretending we? to be a cockatoo. Yeah, correct. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing at you pretending to be a cockatoo. Mm. Um, I was working with a client the other day and these beautiful black cockies came and landed on the deck and oh, I went and took photos. Like they were the most beautiful. Oh, I just love Australian native birds. I love black cockatoos too. I never see them. Oh, they're We've so beautiful. Got a plethora of white ones around. Yeah, sulfur crested just live around everywhere. Yep. Yeah. So mm. welcome yeah, to the podcast. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, Kirst, aside from getting up early and going for walks? Um good. Yeah, where we've got a road map out of lockdown here in Sydney. <laughs> so that's exciting, which by the time this airs, we'll be even closer to, actually, I think it will be the day that we come out of Stop its it. freedom day. Not that it's freedom for no. everybody, but, you know, it is back to work full time for some of us. Awesome. <laughs> Important question: Can hairdressers open? Can you get your hair done? Yes, Hello. I'm booked in already. Are you really? That's awesome. Yes, my hairdresser <laughs> sent me a message saying, "Can I book you in?" It's like, yes, please, please <laughs> take my money. Take my money. <laughs> Today, friends, we are talking about to do lists, which is a question we get asked a lot about. Um, we love to do lists. We have 
business way of doing to-do lists, personal ways of doing to-do lists. We talk about to-do lists in our paperwork course and Rachel Hickingbotham asked us if we could please do a podcast episode all about to-do lists. And so that's what we are serving you up today. And just so you know, I know everybody wants our advice, but we do have something called the internet. (laughs) And so if you don't like what we're dishing out today, there's a bazillion different variations of this on the internet so yeah <laughs> be our guest that's exactly <laughs> right so the kind of things we want to talk to you about is we want to talk about so actually first off I think Kirst we need to let people know we don't call them to-do lists that they're out of decluttering to-do <laughs> lists oh I don't want more to do that sounds really boring that sounds laborious that sounds like a task a heavy burden to bear what should we call it instead Ta-da! <laughs> so we call them Tada lists. So on our shared Tada list, it's like Kirsty Tada, Kirsty Long Term Tada, Amy Today Tada. <laughs> so that's what we call them. So we give you full permission. Get rid of the to do list, make it a Tada list. And we actually got that from another person in our beautiful community called Lauren. And she gave us that idea. Yeah. Thank you, Lauren. We love the to-do list. I've forgotten it came from Lauren. Yeah. So So cool. Let's talk. How do you declutter your to-do list? Yes. Because I think. Other than to actually do the work. (laughs) Exactly. I want it. I want to. This is, this is very typical of not only me, but so many people. I want the to-do list to be decluttered without me having to do any work. <laughs> that Don't you think that's is... the same for all of our decluttering? Like people oh, come think to that us that's and say, possible. how do I do this without actually doing it? How does that magical decluttering fairy come? Because mm. that's, do you know, like we have, we've had this conversation before mm. privately, but I probably here as well. But, you know, I, I feel like lots of people are actually like, how do I, what do I do with to-do lists? How do I declutter them? How do I consolidate them? How do I do all of that? But what they're really asking is how do I do less in life? Yeah. So one of the things you may need to hear today is just burn the flipping thing. <laughs> like don't have a to-do list. If you find it really, really stressful and feel like you're never done and you feel guilty every time you sit down because there's something on your to-do list, just stop writing it down. <laughs> that's that's one alternative. Like Cal does not ever do a to-do list and he's quite happy in life he mm-hmm. runs a successful you know job and does all these things and runs programs and he just he doesn't like to-do lists me however I live for the babies I love them I I love them so much I want them to be the best I want them to serve me I use them because I have a terrible memory I love to-do lists they're the best and some people, like I like to-do lists because for me it kind of deletes those to-do lists out of my head. Mm-hmm. So I like closing those mental tabs. If I've written it down, at least I've got it out of one of my to-do lists and just onto the one to-do list, yeah. which is for me at currently my paper to-do list. Yeah, so let's talk about how we do our own to-do, to-do lists how we do it as a business. And then um, I think we'll just give a really high level is because in our paperwork course, we go into to-do lists quite in depth and we have videos and that type of thing to talk about it. We're not going to go into all of that now, but obviously you can access that um, if you want to on our website. Kest, 
How do you, why don't you explain how we do our to-do lists at the Art of Decluttering? So how we do it here at the Art of Decluttering is we use a, like a agile Kanban board, if people who are in workplaces know what that means. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, it's like a scheduling system. Imagine like lots of post-it notes up on a wall and you just move it from to do to work in progress to done. Um, and so that's what we do um, here at the Art of Decluttering. Um, so we've got to-do lists and we've got a few different, like, so we've got a, a list of podcast ideas. So anytime we have an idea for a podcast, we put it in on one list and then our to-do list, we also say that we're across what we're both up to. Um, we have to-do lists and then long-term to-do lists like, or to-do lists, like Amy said. And then when they're moving along the schedule, we move them into done when we've done it Mm. or, and we've got them for, we've got them throughout our whole workflow in work is also done on Kanban boards as well. So when a client inquiry comes in, Mm -hmm. they move through a workflow schedule. Yeah. So we have seven different to-da list categories um, and that works for us. We can have, you know, dozens, hundreds of different things all on the go at the same time. And this helps us to manage it. Um, it's like project management and that works hmm. really well for us. Kirst, I have to confess, I never look at your boards. You could put on there like plot Amy's demise and I just would not even notice. I just assume that if it's on your list, you're doing your thing. So my challenge yeah. to you is to like hide, what do what you hide, like an Easter egg? you got to hide it somewhere for me to find it on our boards. <laughs> I just know that if I need you to see something, I need to put it on our agenda boards because you do look at them. Correct. (laughs) So that's how we do it as a business. And we've um, tried and errored a whole lot of different things. We've tried just keeping physical notes um, and that has done what we needed it to do, but fell down in a lot of different areas of us having both having things on our lists and not knowing what's on the other person's list. So that's what works for us in a business perspective. Um, What I particularly love about this one is you can, once something's done, it disappears. And that's really important to me because the way that my brain works is I need to fully close that mental tab. If it just moves to somewhere else and you're like, oh, I did finish that one, didn't I? I don't want to think about it. Once I'm done, I literally want it done. Whereas one of the things that um, agitates me and makes me anxious about the way that you do your physical to-do list is like when you've done it, you've ripped it up and you put it in the bin. Mm -hmm. And that freaks me out a little bit for my brain because sometimes I just need to see that I've done it to remember that I've actually done it. Mm. Whereas, so like, you know, even we had an experience today where you said, oh yeah, you've, have you done that? And I'm like, I don't know, have I? Like, I'm sure you put it on my list and I'm sure I have done it because it's no longer on my list, (laughs) but did I actually do it or did it just, you know, fall into a hole somewhere and go, yeah, get sunk into the black hole? (laughs) (laughs) And luckily we had a way of finding out that actually it was done, but that's, that's part of my low level anxiety Mm. (laughs) is that I actually need to be able to look back and go, oh yes, I've done that. Or 
No, I never did that. And Kirst, that's... And here is the information I need to actually get that job done. Yeah, and that is really similar to a lot of clients that we work with that have some kind of um, neurological impairment. That means that either their memory isn't great or their recall or their follow-through or their executive functioning skills. And so I work with a client who we do paperwork with and there's no way that my system of writing things down and then throwing them out would work for her because she she would forget it completely. So, um, and we go through this more in the paperwork course, but what we do with her and what I've set up with other clients since is have a really big diary that you write everything in. And so you can go back and check, but it's always in one place. So mm. rather than having, and you people know who you are, you have squirreled little bits of paper that are like scrawly, you can barely read it yourself, a bit of information on one, and then when that little scrap of paper fills up, you get another scrap of paper that has nothing to do with the first scrap of paper and you keep it nowhere near the first scrap of paper and then you get stressed that you're going to lose it all and it becomes overwhelming at declutter time. So having it all in one place, whether you keep it forever, whether you cross it off and bin it like I do or whether it's digital is really, really important for your to-do list. Mm -hmm. And a hundred percent agree. When I go into our clients' homes and they have all of those little pieces of paper, I really, really encourage them to have it just in one space. And we talk about this in the paperwork course as well, like whether you have and and it everything that we teach is totally needs to be reflected in your unique personality Mm -hmm. and needs to be adapted and tweaked to suit you and how you work. Clearly, Amy and I have our own lived experience and we have worked with hundreds and thousands of Mm -hmm. people between the two of us and between all of our staff's experience Mm -hmm. as well. But we still haven't necessarily worked with anybody like you yeah there's no one way to do things but there are some guiding principles like I have not yet met anyone cursed that tiny little bits of paper everywhere has been helpful for them I think if that's how your brain works get a spiral bound notebook and have all the little random notes but they're together so you know there's always a solution to make it easier for you Yes, and that's where it's like, okay, let's try and make it simple. Like keep it simple and have one notebook or like even if you do do one notebook for personal and one for work or mm-hmm. business. But even that we we much prefer and the way Amy and I's brain work is that it's just one and you might like do one side you know, you can still break it up. You can mm. still flip it upside down and use one end for personal and one end for work. But trying Last to keep thema. it. <laughs> that is not okay in anyone's books to start a notebook and then flip it upside down and come at it from the other way. That's like topsy-turvy land, like Alice in Wonderland weirdness. For the way that your brain works. For the way that everybody's brain works except for you who's in topsy-turvy land. (laughs) If you do that with your notebooks, I want to know. I don't 
I don't do that. Okay. Well, I, I'm we trying still be to. Friends. Yeah, I'm trying to work <laughs> it. So, because we want to give people again, everything Options. comes back to retrieval. Yeah. How yes. can you retrieve something? It is all about how your unique brain would think to retrieve any information. Yeah. And that's why, like, I. I know I said that some, you know, I've got low level anxiety about missing something, but that doesn't mean that I keep things for 15 years. Mm. Like there is a lim- I still put limitations on that and want, and I always question clients who don't want to put any limitations on that. Like mm. they really need to keep something from 20 years ago. And I just, it's all for for me and for us it's all about questioning okay when was the last time you went back to it have you ever had a need to go back 15 years and find information from the 15th of September whatever 15 years ago was <laughs> 2006 <laughs> like and and questioning where your fear is coming from is always a good thing Mm. because when you understand yourself and understand where some of your fears are originating from then you can start testing them and see test and see if they actually hold up to the light of truth and and that's where knowing yourself is also really really helpful like how does how does your brain work to retrieve any information that you have written down or somewhere in your head (laughs) and if you feel like it doesn't work then to-do lists are awesome because you don't have to remember everything and if you're also someone who feels like a great sense of achievement from ticking things off put stuff on there like eat breakfast brush my teeth have a shower like put that stuff on there put the bins out because that makes you feel good and if a to-do list can make you feel good in the middle of a global pandemic then all power to you. Write the to-do list. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yes. And 
question yourself. <laughs> oh, yes. I know it's really hard, but question yourself, like, why do, like, does it actually make me feel good or does it make me feel even more shame yes. and guilt that I'm not getting to all these things? Does it, do I feel overwhelmed by writing down all these things or questioning do I even need to do half these things on my list or can somebody else do them or do they even need to get done? <laughs> yeah. And I think the answer that you, so the question that you asked right at the beginning is like, how do I declutter my to-do list? There's a couple of ways. You can just not do anything on it and get rid of it. You can prioritize and do the things that are important and then realistically just get rid of the rest. Or you can, so you can just like get rid of it or you can actually use it as a measure and metric to aligning things with your values. So put stuff on there that's actually important, like call my friend, spend time reading a book, have a long hot bath. Like those things can go on your to-do list. We give you full permission and it can help you stay true. It can be your your accountability partner, your to-do list as well. Yeah. And I mean, hello, that's why Kiki K is even a store. (laughs) Yeah, so true. And those type of brands that are all about like, how can we set goals and how can we help you with your to-do list and your goals all in the one thing. So, um, but yeah, I love that. I love that really questioning yourself and seeing if those to-do lists on your things on your to-do list do they actually align with your values like we've been having this conversation just Amy and I together today about Mm, like okay what even needs to you know does what we're trying to do actually align with our vision and our and our personal values but also our business values like does that align and then Yes, it does. So therefore, these are the consequences of that. Or actually, no, it doesn't. Why are we even doing that? It doesn't even, It. why are we considering something that doesn't align with anything that we're mm-hmm. doing? So, so I just love that concept of questioning yourself. <laughs> Don't you ever get, like, do you get over questioning yourself? Or do you constantly find joy from it? This is just like off topic. I just want to know because I don't think I've ever asked you that because I've never, ever met someone like you in my life. <laughs> Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'll, I'll let you decide. <laughs> but do you do you get sick of it or do you, is, it more, is it more advice that you give and use sparingly? Like how, how do you not want to punch yourself in the face if all you're ever doing is questioning yourself or is it not all you're ever doing? I think, listeners, you're seeing great insight into our very, very vast differences. I know we're Amy so different, and I. and I love it. I'm just, yeah. I'm just seeking to understand more. Um, I, do, I probably do give that advice more than I take my own advice. Um, but I do, I am trying to live a more curious life. Like I am trying to be more intentional and go. Well, does this is is this bringing me joy (laughs) you know or is this actually aligning with my values like I say one thing and and I believe one thing but I'm actually doing something completely disaligned with what I say my values are Mm. like I say my values are spending time with my you know that I love my family and yet I'm never prioritizing them so do 
like how do they work out like how Listeners, how does that she does prioritize her family she's giving her that's hyperbole because I know yeah. that she prioritizes her family but you can feel like, like I get what you're saying yeah or like I say oh and and I think it's always that or you know how some people and I know dear listener you're gonna feel that you might fall into this sometimes you're like I really want to declutter. I really want to declutter. I really want to declutter. And you're never, ever getting to the actually decluttering because you maybe haven't stopped and gone, why am I not getting to it? Like what's Mm -hmm. actually going on with me? Is it because I'm fearful of what I'll uncover? Is it fearful I don't, am I fearful I don't have enough time to do the job justice? Am I a perfectionist and think I need all my ducks in a row before I even start the decluttering? Like, and I think that that can be applied to anything. Like, you know, any goal that we have, if we're not actually making progress towards that, I think it's a great opportunity to stop and say, well, why? I say I want this, but it never happens why is that not happening? Hmm. I don't know. Does that answer your question, Amy? Kind of. Also, I can't concentrate for that long, so I'm not sure I got all of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> and I love your honesty. <laughs> and now everyone can see why I want to punch you in fact sometimes. <laughs> gosh we were saying (laughs) listeners just the other day um a couple of times over the last week we are stronger together and we've both had a bit of leave because we've not taken leave for a really long time so we've both taken a little bit of leave and then when the other one picks up some of the cycle we're like oh we are so much stronger together and we are so different and I love everything about it um so it's a to-do list (laughs) Is there anything else that you think would be helpful for our listeners around to-do list, Kirst? Oh, there's so much, but whether we can squeeze it all into this episode <laughs> um, or if we've gone too far off traffic, off topic, I can't even speak. So, oh, we've okay. definitely gone off topic, but I think we can pull it back. Yeah. So to-do lists, How can you declutter anything of them? Can you consolidate and organize things better so that you have things all in one list rather than notes all throughout your home? Because that is very common into the homes that we go into, that we find little to-do lists everywhere. Could you go digital and use your phone for everything instead? Because I'm pretty sure if you're anything like me, it is your third arm and it's on you all the time. which is different to post-it notes or little scraps of piece of paper. But sometimes our brains actually remember things when we physically write them down rather than type it out. So, you know, go and write it down, but try and keep it all to one notebook at a time. (laughs) What else have we said? Question yourself, (laughs) which Amy wants to punch me in the face for. (laughs) What else? Um, I think. Or have you tuned out again? (laughs) Nah, I've got a stress ball in my hand. I'm all good. (laughs) I can concentrate. Um, I think that the to-do list is a great habit to get young children into as well. Um, I think like I started doing to-do lists probably even in high school. Um, And I think 
particularly at the moment, like no kids really that I can, I can't picture any, I don't think I've heard of any, carry around a physical diary anymore. Um, and so the habit of to-do list is just being able to feel that you are in control and that when you feel like, oh my gosh, there's a million things I need to get done, you can look at a list and go, okay, there is 60 things and which of these 20 can I realistically get done today? I just think it's a great tool or to... one, people. You don't what? have to get 20 done. What? I don't understand. I You're know. talking so, my language. I know. <laughs> People, or one, or one. What they say is just pick three and make sure you get those three done to reduce your overwhelm. Not That's a good idea. Try and get twenty done, <laughs> unless a, you uh, amazing like Amy and can just go energizer bunny style. <laughs> <laughs> if you're uh, feeling overwhelmed, pick one yeah. and then pick three. Yeah, do the three. Yeah go for it and I think think it also comes back to that whole like how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time so how do you clear your to-do list is just doing it one bite at a time and choosing the hardest one first yeah well that's what I was going to say is that there's these two different ways of doing things where you pick the biggest hardest thing and make a start on it you don't have to finish it but you make a start And I hate that method with a passion. I cannot stand it. I hated it at school. I've hated it in my whole work life. I hate it in every scenario that ever there was, that ever there will be. I am not a take a bite of the hardest thing first. I am clear off every crumb you can work from easiest to hardest every single time, every single time. And it works wonders for me. And I find that so much less stressful. I do it with my emails. I do it with my follow-up client calls. I do it with the housework. I do it like with jobs I need to do for the family. Everything is easiest crumbs gone, next important, next biggest focus on that. But you and don't then... like it when I do it. <laughs> oh, I don't know. What, what, explain, explain. Because I do that too. And I view it sometimes through a procrastination, like, you know, like, oh, how can I procrastinate on those hard tasks? Oh, I know. Let me get the easy ones done first. And then when I do that in our business, you're like, why haven't you done that one? Uh, (laughs) And I'm like, because it's the hardest one and the one that I am, I can't just do little bits at a time. So now I'm just going to use what you said against you and say, no, I'm just but, doing it. I'm being an Amy. Yeah, but I get to the big one and that's how I get to the big one. If I wasn't getting to the big one, fair call. But I think that for me in order to um, – and often I will tackle the biggest ones after dinner at night and that's just because that's when I'm like alert and no one's distracting me and I've got time. But Kirsty's not working. <laughs> My phone's not buzzing. Um, I think that it is great to be able to know your schedule and how you work and then just work to that. Like if you want to do the biggest thing first, knock your socks off. Um, And if you need to start at 5 a.m. and do it that way, go for your life. Like I, I, I want the to-do list to enable you to be the better you, not to be a millstone around your neck. Yes. And that's what we want for everybody. We want, yep. We want freedom for everybody everybody and so if freedom from 
your to-do list is what you need today or freedom to change the way that you're doing your to-do to-da list is what you need today, so be it. Take what you can from our ramblings. <laughs> Here is a review that is yes. not rambling but is very, Speaking very lovely. Of a review. <laughs> Let's see if it's one that says I hate your ramblings. <laughs> I should have picked more carefully. Um, This one is from T24 from Australian Apple Podcasts and it's a five-star review titled Finally Reviewing. And so that's a clue to who we're going to ask to leave a review today. The review says, hello, Kirsty and Amy. Hello, T24. After listening to your recent episode where you mentioned you celebrated your four-year anniversary, I thought I had better leave a review. I started listening when you had about 20 episodes and I'm still here. I started in my early 20s and although I wasn't necessarily your target audience, I found it really helpful. You are our target audience, lovely, because you want freedom from. My house is still not perfect, but I'm learning to live with less and be more deliberate about what I bring into my house. I appreciate you both sharing your knowledge and extending your grace to us all. I also love your guest interviews. That is so lovely. Thank you. Yay. If you haven't left a review and you've been listening <laughs> for four years, what is or a the week. delay? Please put it on your to-do list to leave us a review. And then because it's so quick and easy, you can tick it off really fast. How's that? I love it. I love, Tie it up love, with love a pretty it. bow. Yeah. <laughs> and also, if you're in Sydney and you would like someone to come into your house and actually help you declutter, now that you are out of lockdown, our Sydney team is ready and raring to go. So jump onto our website, send us an inquiry or send us an email at hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au. Kirst and her team are ready to go. So, yeah, if you've been for the last probably 18 months thinking, I really would love to have Kirst and her team come out, now is your time. Yay. Can't wait. And you'll be there soon, Amy. <laughs> In Sydney? No. Out of lockdown. Out of lockdown? Hopefully so. <laughs> we hope that you've had a bit of fun with us this week. Your Tada list can have a bit of a remake, a remodel. And we will see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odour control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 